Today's episode of the Daily Shot of Inspiration is brought to you by the new Inspire Create Manifest School community. Within our school community, you can find bi-weekly manifestation mastermind groups, kundalini yoga and meditation classes, hangouts that are just to hang out and pull oracle cards and talk about what's going on and connect to those intuitive hits. Along with our amazing discussion group with our community, come join us, hang out, connect to that intuition that you've been listening to and be with a community that will help support, guide, uplift you to create your best reality. Come join us. Hit the link down in my bio and enjoy today's episode. What's good, everybody? I'm Joe. This is the Daily Shot of Inspiration. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Today, we're looking at an article that I saw in Newsweek a couple of weeks ago. I actually emailed it to myself from February 7th. And let's really quick look and see who wrote this article so we give them credit. Tammy McCroy, she's the founder, CEO, and behavioral health consultant for McCroy Center Behavioral Health. Again, this was in Newsweek, the article is called Discover Maslow's Eight Key Traits for Realizing Your Ultimate Potential. I remember when I was in high school and had my first psychology class and understanding, not understanding, learning about Maslow and Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And then again in college. And then again, when I did my coach training and it's always it's very interesting to me right? how our brain works and how we work as humans and how can we better understand how we work so we can better live this life. And I remember seeing this and it's this wonderful pyramid from psychological needs to our safety needs, to social belonging, to esteem, to self-actualization. And looking at these things that some people, and it's okay, that you're always right there. As long as your psychological needs are met, you are good to go. And when I look at the creative process and from my time being a photographer to now creating the show and the content that I create, scarcity does not lead to creativity. Scarcity does not lead to creativity. Not at all. It actually hinders creativity because now we're moving in a space of, oh my God, what do I need to do to survive? And that right there is our first level, right? The psychological needs. Are our psychological needs being met? All of them. Do we feel safe? So in this article, these these eight traits that we're going to look at, um, the first one is to adapt a clear perception of reality. And this is really interesting. You need to have a clear understanding of the world and your surroundings, as well as a solid sense of reality. Embrace facts for what they are without projecting your own feelings or fear onto them. So have a clear perception of reality. And I truly believe that once we start understanding how our brain works, consciously, unconsciously, unconsciously, subconsciously, just like knowing our astrology can help us live a better life, create a better reality. But we have to have a clear perception of our own reality. What are we believing? What are we buying into? What stories are we buying into? Are you, do you come from that small town where everyone just says there's just a black cloud over everyone that comes out of this town. Like this town is just broken and poor and, and you buy into that. 
That's your perception. That becomes your reality. We can change it by changing the way we look at things, the way we perceive things. And that rolls right into number two. Learn to accept yourself, others, and nature. Can we be comfortable with our flaws? Can we be comfortable with the people around us, with their flaws? Can we realize that we all have flaws, that none of us are perfect? We're working to get better. And if we can move in that idea of every day I'm getting 1% better, every day I'm getting 1% better, can I accept myself more today, 1% more today, and keep going, keep going. The third step, practice spontaneity, simplicity, and naturalness. Practice spontaneity, simplicity, and naturalness. Now, here's a cheap plug from A Power of Simple Coaching. It's four months of coaching, you and me together, one-hour weekly coaching sessions where we start looking at how are you talking to yourself? How are you living your life? What kind of food are you putting into your human form? And we start creating simple changes to the old habits. We start creating new habits, but simple ones. Simple, simple, simple. These simple habits will start compounding, and then you're going to start noticing your life changing. Be problem-centered, not self-centered. Focus on solving external problems rather than getting engrossed in your own personal issues. How about that? Focus on solving external problems. Be concerned about improving the world around you, not just your own personal life. Now, this is really interesting because we want the world around us to be a wonderful place to live in, but usually for that world outside to be an okay place, that world inside has to be an okay place. So really, I'm going to kind of go off with number four and and say we, we kind of not be self-centered in it's all about me, but the work does start from within. And if you can truly come back up to number one and number two and accept yourself and have a clear perception of your reality, then when you get to number four, it is not a problem to look outside and want to help the outside world because the inside world is already smooth sailing. We got to get the inside world smooth sailing first. We need to know what it is that we stand for. What do we believe in? Are we owning these things? Can we live a simple life? Can we live a natural life? Can we be spontaneous and actually have fun and be present living our life? Which rolls into number five, foster autonomy and enjoy solitude. Can you spend time with yourself? And even if it's just starting for a couple of minutes every day, just spending some time alone, nothing. And maybe it's just you're turning your phone timer on two minutes. The television is off and you're just sitting on your couch. I do it every morning. I used to think that I had to go sit on my meditation cushion. And maybe at that time in my life, I had to go sit on my meditation cushion. But now I can just sit on my couch, set a timer for a couple of minutes, close my eyes and just breathe and drop into a little meditation that I then come out of feeling refreshed and ready to go. And instead of having that afternoon cup of coffee, a little couple minute breath, a little, just a cup of breath is all we need. 
Moving on to number six, cultivate peak experiences. Are we actually living? Are we, are we doing things that scare us in a good way? Are you actually stretching ourselves? Are you leaving your house? Are you going out and spending time with people? Are you going for a walk in the woods or sitting at a lake or a beach or whatever it might be? Can you get out and have experiences that are separate from all of these devices. Number seven, uphold democratic values and attitude. And this is great. And it's so true. Accept all people, regardless of their backgrounds, race, religion, etc. Try to have a democratic, democratic approach to life. And my whole thing is live your life. Live your life to the best of your ability. I'm going to live my life to the best of my ability. And if you want me to help you, I'm here to help you. But I'm not going to tell you that I did X, Y, and Z, and this is the way that I worship, and this is the way that I pray, because that's not your business, and it's my business. And if I tell you this way works for me, it doesn't mean that it works for everybody. It works for me. I found out what works for me. So can we accept everybody? Whatever we all believe, believe it. Hold true to it. Stand strong. And number eight, maintain a fresh approach to life. Delight in simple everyday experiences, finding joy and wonder and what many others may regard as the mundane and ordinary. And I, I live in nature and I live in nature because I love nature. And I can look out the window right now. We had a beautiful snowstorm overnight and there's just snow all over the place. And it's absolutely a simple, beautiful delight. When I wake up in the morning and I'm making my coffee and I look out the window and I see some deer walking through my backyard, simple, beautiful delight. When I lived in the city and I would go for a walk in the park, again, simple, beautiful, like just look around, especially now. Sure, it's snowing out right now, but in seven weeks, there's going to be little buds starting to pop up and life is going to be start, starting to come back. Spring will be sprung and everyone will be happy. Can we see that? Can we delight instead of saying, oh my goodness, there's two and a half feet of snow outside or wow, there's two and a half feet of snow outside. It's beautiful and it's going to be spring soon. It's going to be awesome. So with all of this, it's very important that we realize that Maslow can say, you need X, Y, and Z to be happy. And if you do this, this, and this, you're going to build, and we will. But it all comes down to each and every single one of us getting to know who we are, getting to know what we like, and being okay with saying, this works for me, this doesn't work for me. I'll try that. But yeah, I didn't like that. And being okay with it. So your psychological needs are met. Because your psychological needs are going to be different than my psychological needs. Your safety needs are going to be different than my safety needs. Your sense of belonging is going to be different than my sense of belonging. But we need to figure out all of these things. And once we start figuring out, this is what I like. I don't like that. I really enjoy going here. I really don't want to go there and be okay with all of it, the easier life becomes because we start understanding how we work.
If you need a little bit of help connecting to how you work, uncovering, peeling the layers away, schedule a free discovery call, Power of Simple, four months, one-on-one coaching with me. If you don't want to dive right into that one-on-one coaching, join our school community. It is a live, vibrant community of people that are inspiring and creative and here to support and uplift. We have bi-weekly manifestation mastermind groups, monthly Oracle card hangouts, and all other kinds of fun Kundalini yoga and parenting circles, and just a space for all of us to come together as a community to help us connect to our psychological needs, to help us connect to our safety needs, to help us feel that sense of belonging and esteem. So we can all get to that space of self-actualization. And if you would like to join me, I would love to invite you as a founding member. Hit the link in the show notes. Come hang out. Let me know if you have any questions. And I'll be right back here tomorrow doing it all over again.